When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What does Colgate mean by live life to the brightest? Could it be a rich glass of red sipped inside a Parisian cafe on a snowy night when my gaze is met by a tall, mysterious... I mean, brushing is directed with Colgate Optic White Pro Series Toothpaste gives you a visibly whiter smile in just three days so you can live life to the brightest and finish that glass without worrying about teeth stains. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. And today we got the talk of the town, Ozzy Marcus in the building. How you feeling, man? You know, I'm happy to be out, man. Blessed to be here to come fuck with you, man. No, I'm happy to have you on the show. <laughs> Honestly, like, I, I've been just listening to a lot of the music over the past couple of days and really getting tapped in. And it's like, you know, every now and then, I'm a rap fan my whole life. But every time, every now and then you get reminded that there's a whole shitload of rappers up up north that you just don't even know about. Yeah. That there's so much good shit going on up yeah, there. Yeah, so it's just... it's. It's a part of being underrated, you feel me? Like mm. it's it's underground music to the core, so Cause it's, it's it's there, but the streets hear about it more than anything, you know. Hundred percent, yeah. Because I I was like, when I first searched him on YouTube, I'm finding like all the stuff he dropped over the last year or so, and then as I go back, I'm finding videos from eight years ago and yeah, shit like that yeah. with hella millions of views. So yeah, that was very yeah. uh, interesting. Yeah, but it's like back and forth, in and out the system, shit like that. That's it, what I figured that the long gaps <laughs> in between were probably because yeah, of, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, but where are you from exactly? And, and tell us a little bit about your upbringing. Sacramento, California, Oak Park, so. So you're, you're originally yeah. from Oak Park. That was where yeah, you were born. Yeah, that's where I was born and raised there. So I came up, you know, with two brothers, mom and pops, Everybody in the streets, like that's 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 my upbringing. But you know, people try to find around and do certain things to find a way to get a get an advantage in life. So right. that's where music come in. At, you feel me? Was music like the first thing that you saw that you felt you, you had some potential at, or that you believed in yourself? As a kid, at? you do hella shit. Right. As a kid, you think you're gonna be a basketball player. A so you you had those phases whatever. too. Yeah, but you, you you think you might be good as a kid, mm. but when you start to get older, it gets serious. So you gotta, it's like you gotta kind of find yourself. Yeah. Whenever I see a young kid who's like really really good at sports and that's their whole life. It's like, that's dope, but at the same time, I'm kind of worried for him because it's like, yeah, that's very yeah. hard to make that last in the long run. Hell yeah. yeah. But it's a challenge, though. Whatever you think you're good at, push it. So did you grow up like just knowing that where you were from was a pretty legendary hood, or did it feel like that back then? Yeah, it's something that you live with. You grew up with. It's like instilled in you. Like, it don't never go nowhere because that's your habitat. Right. As a human being, you put somebody somewhere for this many years— you can expect that kind of person. You can't expect anything else. But, you know, people try to, like, pull themselves out of the hood all the time. But it don't happen for everybody. You feel me? Mm, no, everybody definitely. don't got that advantage. What were your, your parents' perspective on all the shit that was going on around you, though? Were they really trying to keep you out of trouble and stuff? Yeah, or was it kind but of... it, yeah, but it's hard when you don't got the right things to... It's about where you at. So if you want to get your kids out of trouble, you got to get them out the way and seeing different shit. Right. 
It's the habitat. So when you go to school, you do everything every day. It don't matter what you want your kid to be. They seeing street shit, shit, gang banging, all this shit going on every day. So you don't really got no opportunity to really see anything different. Right. So it was like front street, just every, everywhere you looked as a kid, you would just see crazy yeah, shit going yeah. on. And you're, you're figuring out, you're putting two and two together, like, oh, this is how this shit works. And like, basically, were you yeah. figuring out shit at a crazy just young age? How to age? survive, how mm. to survive, because it's real. The motherfuckers don't care about nothing, you know what I'm saying? It's a ruthless environment. So once you once you place yourself in this type of lifestyle, you gotta watch everything. You gotta be smart. You can't trust nobody. Mm. You gotta move a different way. Definitely. So growing up though, what kind of music were you listening to? And and was there a certain point where you started to get more interested in the music that was really talking about all the shit that was going on in the streets? Because that that's like the the crazy ass thing about the Bay versus L.A. is that. I can't think of any like big LA rappers or whatever who really talk about shit in such specifics because it's kind of like everybody's either like worried about getting caught up or they're worried about the cops or et cetera. It's like up north, for some reason, you drive seven hours north and everybody is just talking about shit. Like you can kind of figure out what's going on everywhere by listening to the yeah, rappers. I mean, I mean, what it is is it, it gets to a point where it's like, you the vo- you your own voice, so mm. you you just you choose whatever you want to say and express your music. But at the end of the day, it's all entertainment. Mm. Because if if I feel like if people could paint a picture of you and 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 and, and put it out into media, then you could paint whatever picture you want too. Mm. A lot of the shit motherfuckers be saying don't be accurate, mm. but whatever you say, that's what the people gonna get. Definitely. You the voice, so you get to create your own picture at the end of the day. That's about that's a, that's a part of being an artist. So when you hear motherfuckers talking about hella crazy shit, you might think it is, but that's not really that's not what's going on. You feel me? Mm. But it's it's a weird line though too, yeah. because the most gangster motherfucker on earth who really has killed a hundred people is not gonna want to say. I killed Johnny on 15th Street, and you that's, know, like yeah, even they're the, gonna have to kind of yeah, like obscure the yeah, truth, right? Hell yeah. yeah, hell yeah. But like, it's a, it's, there's a way to express yourself. Always, mm. there's a way to get your message across. But sometimes it be people's youth. When you're growing up young and shit, I feel like your music always progress. When you're young, you don't give a fuck. Mm. That's how everybody is. When you're young, you don't care. Mm. This show upcoming, you don't care. You you don't you know what I'm saying? Your respect for motherfuckers ain't really there yet. You know, you you growing up. Right. But as a young, at me, I was young. That's how I felt. I didn't give a fuck. So you can say whatever you want to say. You can do whatever you want to do. Right. As long as you're not incriminating yourself, then you don't got shit to worry about. For sure. And so if you know what's going on, then you know what you're talking about. You know, if you know that you're good, then you can talk about whatever you want to say. Right. Because I mean, that's one thing that stands out to me is like you would have a hard time being a rapper up there if you know talking tough. If you're not about it, it just seems like it would be very hard to like really pull it off because you just hear about people getting pressed and putting on situations, rapper, right? As a you don't go to jail. Mm-hmm. You don't go do everything like that. So it's certain situations where you can't hide, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be you where you are gonna have to show who you really is and where your heart is at. That's when everybody gonna see what you, whatever you talking about, is you, is you, is you that hard? Is you even willing to stand up for yourself? Because mm-hmm. niggas be pussy. Niggas go to jail, get beat up, rode up, all type of shit. <laughs> And it come to you quicker. You don't even got to do nothing. People going to be at your door, knocking at your door like, hey, right. you don't got to wait for shit. So you got to wake up every day in battle mode. It's harder for, the, for a nigga that rap. Mm. It is. It's way harder because you don't get to, you don't get to play the background. Everything is you. Mm. Everything is you. You the, you the top dude in there. Everybody want to get to you. Right. So when you were growing up, though, like, 
I don't know what age you were that you that Mozzie became a thing, but was he the first big rapper out of your area? For sure. That you knew for of? Sure, for sure, for sure. There was a lot of rappers that I grew up around and shit, but he 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 really put he really put the city on the map in probably one of the biggest ways ever, mm. I could say. But there's rappers that came up out of Sack and shit, but the way that he did it, it's, it's a nigga from every neighborhood that could, that could pop right now because of that. Right. It wasn't ever like that before. And Mozzie blew up talking about the shit that was, you know, when we think about Sack and all these rappers up there and everything, like he kind of like embodied that spirit. Yeah, of course. Of course, he, he was the beginning of a, of a big thing for my neighborhood, for sure. Because it gave a lot of niggas opportunity to be heard on a different level now. Mm. So it's it's kind of like it was kind of like it's a little little cheat code for us because a lot of niggas from other places be mad because they don't want to be. They wish that they had the opportunity. At the end of the day, it's opportunity that's gonna get you where you need to be. Mm. So that was a big thing for us coming up. For sure. But that was my people, so it was like it was a little bit more different for me. I, I was rapping since I was younger with him and shit. So. When I did a little bit of time, I came home, he was already taking off. So I'm like, all right, let me just do this. Right. That's when my first shit came. My first shit I dropped seen millions of views. So I'm like, I'm going to stay consistent with it like that. Right. Yeah, because like, okay, so you're, when did you actually come out rapping? Like, did you do jail time and then come out and nah. start rapping? Or you were nah, doing nah, it from nah. before that? When I was that? younger, my, pop, my pops and my uncle, they, they, owned, they owned a record label back in the day and shit. So I grew up kind of in and out of the studio, but oh, okay. I never really, I never really did, did it. I, I, was, I was like a kid. I used to do other shit, like other hobbies and shit. But once I started trying it, it was natural to me. So I'm like, all right. And, and it's the feedback you get. When people around you start loving your shit, everything just start taking off. And it make you, you feel like you got a calling. You got to do this. Mm. This is what you're good at. Yeah, like at a certain point, you start to feel like you're kind of representative of all the people around you. Because exactly, they, yeah. they can't rap. They can't make a video like this that's going to get all these it, views. And exactly. Stuff. And it's, it's, yeah, it's bigger. It's bigger than that. But you started feeling it right away that people yeah, hated you for, for being the voice of yeah, your neighborhood, it's, right? You know, it's, whatever you do that you do good at it, it's going to be people that hate you and love you regardless. You mm. got to be ready for that. If you're not ready for that, then you, you sign up for the wrong career. Mm. You did. Like, Motherfucker like you, you gotta be ready for motherfuckers who don't like you. Every day, everybody got what they, you know, the line between the lovers and the haters, you feel me? You gotta just focus on doing what you do for your people, though. Mm. For the people who fuck with you. Definitely. Them is your fans. Them is our fans. We gotta focus on them. So that song, Kick Dough, from about five years ago, was that one of your first videos? Yep, yep. Okay. That was one of my first big videos. When I was younger, though, I was 16. I already shot my first video and shit. So. Oh, okay. It was like a low quality video, but it was cool though. It was back when niggas had long t-shirts and shit, long <laughs> okay. chains and shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> niggas, what's up. Niggas was niggas was a different. It was different fashion back then, but that shit all on there. Like it could date all the way back up till today though. Right, but so were you? Did did you get into the rap game talking street stuff? And is that what yeah, made you course. gravitate towards it? Of course, I mean it's it's your it's your it's the lifestyle that, that we live in. So it's like you got it's kind of like. That's what that's what you gonna really rap about the most. Like if I was a party nigga or I used to do this or that, then I might have been a party rapper. Mm. It's you gotta go with what's natural for you. You feel me? No, I totally feel you. Um, okay, so you're seeing a little bit of success. Like how far did your career get in those early days before you you got locked up the first time or whatever? Like you you talking about five million views back then and what we weren't really getting too many views. Just like fifteen, uh -huh. something like that. So. That's that was good. That was the hottest song in the city, Northern California, for a minute. So, I was I was still 
grasping it though, because it's like you don't really get it. You think that you think that it's just it's it's gonna be that easy, but you know you got to be consistent with shit. Like yeah. you got to keep going, and I was just happy with the with the little street, little city thing. Right, like, you know that like little if, bit of shit. If you just happy. consolidate the world to <laughs> yeah. the small area, it's yeah. like you feel like fuck. I'm famous as hell. Everybody yeah, exactly. knows who I am. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like like like, and then it get then it get old after a minute. Mm. That's when you really get to see how how far you willing to go. Mm. A lot of niggas don't really make it from outside their city with their music. So you can go viral and then just be. After that, you know, you didn't gain enough of a following, so I just started wiggling more, trying to do more. But when you get, when you go to jail in due time, it's like it's a double-edged sword. Like you go get your mind together, you come out with hella music. Mm. It's it's for surely like, for surely like so easy to come out with ten albums when you when you just came home. But all this shit you missed when you was doing videos, verses, everything like that is money. Everything you missing, mm. so you got to stay here. New, new rappers popping up. All of a sudden, people are interested in them. And you're, you're, are you sitting there in jail thinking like, God damn it, they were talking about me that way like yeah, a year ago, yeah. you know? Hell yeah. I feel like if you're not all the way famous yet, mm. you got to keep working every day. There's no reason for you to be chilling. You feel me? Feel you it. got a lot to do. Definitely. So what was that first case for and how long you go in for? The, my first case when I was a kid, it was, it was a murder. Oh, right. Okay, this case, so that was the first one, right? Yeah, it was a murder, so I ended up beating that case, though, quit it after three years. So when I came home, it was it was crazy because you don't even know if you're going to make it home for shit like that, you feel me? Right. But I was like, Psh. So they held you for three years yeah, three and years. that you were fighting the case? Yeah, fighting the case for three. Holy shit, that is actually insane that you fucking yeah, got three locked and, up that yeah. young for I was that in, long. I was in juvenile hall for a year, like a year and a couple months. And when I turned 18, they sent me to uh, county, county uh -huh. jail. And so, like, you know, the, you always hear about rappers who, like, go to jail and then they just basically get turned out even worse, where they just all of a sudden know all yeah. kinds of more people and all kinds yeah, of crazy yeah. shit. Yeah, hell yeah. No, with me, I came home and I readjusted. Like, I didn't. I was chilling because I knew how it was. Like, you can't just think everybody, your people, you can't think that. When you go, when you're in the type of situations, everything fall apart. Mm. So you can't just go back and... And, and go surround yourself with the same things that led you to failure. Mm. Because jail is failure. In my mind, that's what we're trying to avoid. Mm. So motherfuckers, they, they talk good about it and they put it on a pedestal, but it's really some shit that really ain't cool. It's right. bootsy as shit. Like people really... <laughs> it's all niggas in there. I hate that shit. I but, used to just walk outside myself like, bro, I hate all y'all. Right. I'm trying to go home. But like when it comes to young people and stuff, it's like a lot of times it feels like they either have to be the toughest motherfucker, like having guns all the time, shot somebody, et cetera, or you get locked up for a long time. And those are kind of like your main ways of getting respect in yeah. a lot of areas. Yeah, but see, really, nowadays it ain't even about respect. It's about being smart. Don't mm. nobody give a fuck about nothing. It's ruthless out there, man. You got to watch out. For everything. Mm. So you got to watch out for everybody. You, 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 once you place yourself in this environment, like I said, it's respect only goes so long before hate come and everything. Motherfucker could respect you but still hate you. Mm. Motherfucker could, could, could say, you, say all this shit to you but feel a different way. So Right. Because uh, I bet you, like, during that first case that we're talking about, I don't know how much you really feel comfortable talking about with it, but I'm sure you had people saying crazy shit about yeah, you of because... Course. Of course, but... As a, as a kid, it, it sometimes, like, it, it will affect you as a kid. But when I go through what I go through, I learned that, you feel me? Like, you got to know the truth of who you is and what happened. But that's something anybody could take and they could have their opinion about it. You uh -huh. can't be mad about a motherfucker being opinionated because they have a right to their own opinion. Mm. But then there's certain things that 
that's proof and things and shit that happens. So if I'm innocent for something and I got released and it shows that that that's that's my backup. Mm. I came home. So I'm always I'm always be innocent. That's how I think in my head because at the end of the day I'm just a young nigga trying to make it out the hood. For sure. So you gotta think about it like this. Anything you end up in, that's a mishap. Mm. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Everybody else don't think of it like that. It's a whole different type of forces on the side, different forces on the other end, like motherfuckers who don't like you before this shit happened. Mm. They already hate you. So anything that happened, that's something for them to glorify. But you're in a situation where you're locked up. You're you're doing these three years. You got people talking about crazy shit and everything. And you can't really defend yourself the way you would want to, yeah, right? Of course, because you can't people, fuck up your case. But, yeah, but people, people, a lot of people love me. You feel me? Like, mm. like I said, you got a, you got one side of haters and you got side of support. So I never lacked that support. Motherfuckers might not be there helping me, but motherfuckers who know how I get down, they they already know what's up. Mm. So you can't really. You can't really go with what the haters say. You right. can't. So did you feel like when you got home from doing those three years that you had like a whole different interest or energy around you? Like everybody was like, oh, fuck. Like they, they probably counted you out at a certain point, yeah, right? Yeah, of course. Hell yeah. It was like they seen a ghost. Like when they seen you, they was like really shot, thought you was dead or something. Right. Like it, it, it changed the whole vibe. But it's it's like it's cool, but then it's not cool because it's wasted time. And there was shit that I had to learn in between them times. So when I came home, it felt like you... You smart when it comes to like everything else, but life you gotta live it. Mm. Certain shit gotta happen. You feel me? Like before, when I got locked up, I was sixteen, so I barely, I barely learned a lot of shit. Nigga couldn't even drive. Like certain shit, like I wasn't doing a lot of shit. So mm. I got locked up before a lot of shit. But when I got out, I couldn't focus on that because I was just worried about rapping, staying out the way. I can't live a regular life. You feel me? Right. I mean, did you feel like being in prison, though, that that kind of fucked you up in the head? Do you think it sort of slowed down your development in a sense of like all of a sudden you're not used to being out in the regular world? development of life, for sure, because you're not living a regular life. Yeah. It's like you're frozen in time for a few years. Yeah, you are. Exactly. Exactly. Motherfuckers who do time, they they say that when you come back, you're that age, what you left, because Mm. it's a whole different lifestyle in there. Definitely. And were you like, how did you feel about the idea that maybe I'm not getting out? Maybe I'm really gonna be in here for decades. I just thought I just thought about what I would have to do to get my appeal, what I would have to do to show my innocence, and I ain't gonna stop fighting. Mm. Cause you can't give up on yourself. Definitely. You can't. Whatever the situation is, you gotta keep fighting. If it's motherfuckers every day that that come home off of appeals and they might you might have to sit down for 15, 20 years, but you gonna the truth will come out. You'll be all right. Definitely. So you get home from that, and was your plan all along to just go hard with the music and just yeah, sort of... Yeah, but like You I weren't said, thinking about working at Walgreens. Nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> hell no. Nah. When I came home, I already had my own little plan in my head. Like, I came home, and I dropped my first song, and it already went up. Mm. But after that, like I said, I got, like, kind of caught up in the mix. Like, I didn't I didn't care no more. I was like, man, this shit, I'm all around the Bay Area. I'm in Sac. I'm going to jail in the Bay Area. I'm mm. going to jail in Sac. Stupid shit though. So you were having a really hard time staying out of trouble after that after you got out. 
Yeah, because it was like I was a young nigga still. Mm. I was trapped in time. Like, I, I, didn't, I was trying to party. I was trying to go cut up. Mm. Like, what the fuck I'm going to sit around for? And I just did all that time. Right. But it's like I said, you got to really, you got to sacrifice for what you really want, though. If you want to work hard and you want success, you got to you gotta really, really stick to that shit. It's, it's, it's a challenge every day. It's Definitely. a challenge every day. So you got, you, you got out for a little while and then you ended up catching another case? Yeah, I got out for a little while, came back. What I come back from? I, I think I was in San Jose. They had locked me up in San Jose for some some dumb shit. I was in the front of the strip club. I was getting into it with somebody, and they just took me to jail because I had some, something in my pocket. I think it was a knife or something. Uh. And they took me to jail for the knife. Really? Yeah, they booked me. I got fucked up luck. Like, <laughs> it be dumb ass shit happening to me. Like, I feel like when you go to jail once, it's like, it's a plague. Like... Mm. So when the cops pull you over and start your looking name through your shit up. now, they're like, oh. Your name pops up. So whenever they pull me over, I don't even give a fuck if I'm not on probation. They're going to search my shit. Right. And I mean, the cops got to hate you at a certain point just for, yeah, for being yeah. well known as a rapper, yeah, right? Yeah, and Shaq, oh, they don't like me at all. Yeah. No, they don't like me at all. I just went to, they just pulled me out of my house and shit in front of my kids, all type of shit. When, recently? Yeah, that's what I was just went down for. They was tearing shit up. They kept me in the car for about eight hours talking about my whole life. I just be trying to, I just be trying to get the process over with, like. Right. But them motherfuckers be like, they, they, they hate a motherfucker. They hate a motherfucker. Because you could go home. They, they, they're doing the job either way. So it's like, if, if they're at work for ten hours, they can just fuck with you yeah, for exactly. ten hours. That's that's ten hours of exactly. work for them. Exactly. The shit that happened that's affect us forever. But mm. you know, that's it's certain people that they got like, they they got you on that hot sheet. Like they don't. But I think it's more of a career thing too because when they come around to us and, and they see anything nice or they see feel like we living better than them then it's, it's a different thing too like that like it's, they really spite with people sometimes yeah and especially these days too where it's like you got rappers who are or excuse me you got cops who are kind of young like they're not totally out of touch like they know about rappers getting famous for talking about street shit and everything yeah. like it's not like they're some old grumpy ass man like it used to always be with the cops or the rapper it's like no nah, these are people that could look at you they might have went to high school with you yeah exactly so they miss my age and shit right they don't like telling me their age when i ask them mm. i'd be like how old is you they'd be like don't worry about it i'd be like that's because you young yeah and it, it comes from a whole, you might have fucked one of they bitch back in the day, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's so much shit that you don't know. Like, in Shaq, I done seen, I done, I done knew people that was every career. Like, I can look back now and see hella people do different shit. Right. Like, everybody got a different type of lifestyle. Mm, definitely. So yeah. this whole time that you're getting locked up and stuff, well, actually, how much time you end up doing for this little knife situation? Was that some oh, serious shit? Oh, I got out. Shit? I got okay. out. The, they owe army for that shit. Uh-huh. And then they ended up dropping it to a misdemeanor. And it was, that shit wasn't serious. But so you, you but, ended up doing any more longer bid after nah, that? Nah, or just nah, kind of bouncing around? Yeah, they they just, they like uh, put me on a probation for that shit. Okay. But that was like some bullshit probation. Then after that, after that I went to jail in, um, in SAC, I think, for some syrup. Really? Yeah. yeah. Bullshit you charges. You get arrested for that anymore, man. Ain't, yeah, I ain't heard they, about somebody getting caught for that in a while. They, it's like if they don't like you, they're gonna take you for whatever. Like mm. it just depends on who you is and see the, the leniency. Mm. But you don't really get no leniency when they pull up your, because they can pull you over and see what your charges, like your your charges was. Like it don't matter if you if you innocent, them charges got dismissed or nothing. They still gonna come up. Right. 
Definitely, yeah. And I mean, if they could tell that you've done like a bunch of time, mm-hmm. they're definitely thinking, yeah, oh, of he, he must be up to no good. Exactly. It don't even matter. Definitely. It don't even matter no more. So this whole time though, when you're you're getting locked, you're, you're doing all this stuff, it was like a very long time period that we're talking about, but how often are you talking to Mozzie? Did you actually sign to Mozzie at a certain point, like sign a contract? Not like our, like how, how we doing shit is just, that's my bro, so we, he sharing, he sharing the platform with me, so. Whatever, however, I could go with it. We can go with it, but for the most part, I'm, I make my money and shit. And we all, I, I give, I give managers and certain people percentages. But bro, he just he let me do my thing. Like you feel me? Really? I'm that's big, bro. So he ain't really, he ain't really sweating shit like that. He wants to see a nigga win. Yeah. Are you one of the only artists assigned to him, or does he have a uh, Not quite me. a few? We got a lot of artists on the on the label. We got a lot of people, a lot of people. But bro, bro, really give it to a motherfucker to see what you gonna do with it first. It don't really, it just be a little bit of help, a boost to see what you're going to do as an independent artist, really. Interesting. Because you got to be hungry yourself for anything. No, for so sure, yeah. Everybody get that little bit of help, you feel me? And then you see what you do with it from there. Uh-huh. But right now, I ain't really, I ain't really, uh, I, ain't, I ain't really did none of that as far as like um, legal shit. Mm-hmm. You know, just been working, working, working. Definitely. Um, okay, so at a certain point, like I don't even know what what order we should go with this in terms of discussing people that you've had issues with in terms of uh, in the rap oh, game, because um, I noticed that you know obviously Mozzie and Lavish D had this this issue for all these years. I'm sure they still have an issue, but you've you've put out multiple tracks about him. Is that in any way coming from? Is that something you felt like you had to go in on because of your association? No, nah, I mean a completely it's separate people. Thing? People just people. I ain't gonna lie to you. I would have never even made no song or nothing like that if. Motherfuckers didn't come at me first, you feel me? I didn't never really... Because it get to a point where you just want to be like, man, it's another half to the story where you want to talk shit. But it really be... I don't really be tripping off that shit. I just be trying to show bars. Like At the end of the day, with me, it's like the fans want to hear what they want to hear. But on top of that, we I feel like we so much harder as a section than any of them niggas. So I'm like, uh, he kind of... If a motherfucker bring up your name, it's your right to... To, to respond or not Yeah You can't give a fuck About what the world think But shit I got charged up I was like Alright fuck it yeah. They gonna wanna talk shit We could talk shit So you're not mad You look at that as an opportunity no, Like damn Somebody said something about me I can make a hard song Yeah not even an opportunity I just feel like He set himself up You feel me Because mm-hmm. he can't rap for shit That's how I feel <laughs> Like he's, he's He bootsy at rapping So I'm like There's no way That 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 he gonna be able To out rap me mm. So he set himself up like you gotta pick your battles. I feel like right, you wanna go into a rap, a little rap battle with somebody. You gotta be able to beat the motherfuckers. You can't just right. You weak as shit. Your little diss song was whack. <laughs> okay, but when you get into it with somebody like him, do are you actually seeing like like what's the fan reaction like? And like, does it really? Do you think it benefits your career, or does it sometimes I mean, feel like I'm just tussling around doing this shit and no, nobody really cares is, is outside of really, this box? With me, with me, I don't really look at it like nothing. You feel me? Because it's not really. I don't give a fuck about this shit. I'm gonna still work hard regardless. Mm. But it's the, it's really their version of trying to get some recognition to me because I got all type of shit going on. I'm going to be able to climb my ladder regardless. Mm. Motherfuckers like that don't have no ladder to climb, so they're going to do whatever they got to do. They see a nigga on a rise. They see they, everybody might take a shot at me here and there because I'm on a rise right now. You mm. got to understand that, especially the city in Sac is like, you know, people people always, that's, that, that shit became like a thing. Mm. Motherfucker will bring up your name and that's all. Right. But, for the most part, it's all entertainment. Like I'm gonna keep it real. I ain't. I don't be worried about none of them niggas. Or 
I'm pretty sure I don't know. I don't know if they worried about me or what, but right. nigga, I don't give a fuck. I be I be in my own lane with it, but rapping wise, like I say, them niggas can't fuck with me. Mm. They can't fuck with me. None of them niggas can. But you don't you don't worry that that kind of thing is gonna turn into a street situation. You're not concerned about all that. It don't I'm seem not concerned. Likely. I'm not concerned with them niggas at all. I wouldn't even say like. I wouldn't even say that there was ever a threat to my life or nothing. Like, them niggas is rappers. Mm. So, the rappers, you know, the rappers is the niggas you really, that I really don't worry about. Like, I don't worry about no rapping ass niggas. Them niggas is gonna, all them niggas gonna do is cry and cry and cry on the song. Mm. I don't care about that shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you. Okay, but I, I think I did get it out of order. So, did the lavish thing pop off because you were beefing with Briss early on? I don't know. That's something you always have to ask a person that, because he, you know what I'm saying, he might have initiated the shit when he said my name, but you, I guess it's some type of reason for for him to try to say something, I don't know, but I know for a fact that they weren't friends like that, like, oh, okay. they was some two different sides, so they never really, two different neighborhoods, so, but like I said, when a motherfucker will use whatever crutch they can to try to get some views. Mm -hmm. The clout shit is serious. Right. But I always stuck to my own guns. I never, you know what I'm saying? I don't, all my shit been singles. Like, I don't really, I might work with some niggas from my camp that I could really, that I could really say that I fuck with, but I don't care about none. I don't care about doing no songs with nobody. Mm. I feel you. So, wait, how did that brisk conflict start? Like, when you guys started making records about each other and everything like that, where did that come from? I mean, it's just kind of like, oh, for my shit, it was like, it was just, I think of niggas being the same generation, same shit, motherfuckers, just, it's always like two sides, and somebody just, something something happened along the way where a motherfucker felt like they really wanted to go against me, mm. so, but I didn't really give a fuck about it. Never. But didn't you drop the first song? Yeah, but it's like, before, before, people gotta understand this, is before any of that, it's already like, Dumb shit, motherfuckers, just beyond just songs here and there and shit that shit that you saying that motherfucker don't gotta say your name, but you saying all this shit, but you 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 talking shit, you mm. talking shit, you feel me? But I just did it because it was like I just Instagram, I see Instagram like that, and I'm like, all right, this these niggas being hella funny and disrespectful. Mm. So if I if I if I that's my humor. Sometimes my songs be my humor. When I rap, I know I'm laughing because. It's going to make their skin curl. You feel me? <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> That's my sense of humor. That's my way of like, because you got to understand, people use social media to do anything nowadays. So I know that I'm good, but motherfuckers irritate you on that shit. Mm. Everybody gets irritated. Right. It's everybody's on Instagram one day, like I'm done. You feel me? Like, fuck you. You feel me? Right. I didn't, like, I didn't really care about it at first, but when you see something start to build up, you be like, all right, fuck it. Right. And they'd just be laughing. It'd be all laughs and jokes for me after that. I don't give a fuck. But you really don't give a fuck? Like, this isn't the kind of thing where all of a sudden you're paranoid, you're looking out the window and shit? I know myself, I would be a little paranoid nah, about yeah, beefing with all these crazy-ass rappers. What you got to understand is you, when I already grew up in that environment, mm. I've already been through this shit before. So I'm not worried about motherfuckers who feel like, get in line, nigga. It's mm. a whole bunch of motherfuckers that hate me. So go stand in line. You all the way at the end. Right. <laughs> like, you all the way at the end, niggas, motherfuckers who been not liking me. Right. So, I'm going to stay doing my shit regardless. Right. I mean, we, we've heard this conversation a lot recently in regards to Chicago and shit in terms of people speaking on people after they pass. You you definitely didn't take your foot off the pedal uh, after breast pass. Like, what, I mean, what's honest, your mentality on honest, that? Honestly, it's because, like, it's like, it's, 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 it's the mindset of nigga in. I, 
I don't like you understand people keep shit going by talking shit too. So it's like rev the nigga rest in peace and uh maybe we will, but y'all <laughs> shit, y'all wanna keep it's like eleven motherfuckers came and dissed me after that shit. And it's mm-hmm. like nigga, y'all just I don't care. I don't give a fuck about none of this shit, but it's like you you gotta you gotta you gotta push it away. It's just really a way of my like my way of like ending the shit. Mm-hmm. Cause it's a gotta be into it, but the motherfucker ain't gonna end if you don't make him in. Make him quit. In right. the rap game, you gotta make a motherfucker quit. You gotta ja rule a nigga. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta cut a nigga. Well, you gotta to... make it like not. You gotta make them not want to keep going back and forth with you, because the motherfucker won't stop coming for you. Mm. <laughs> but so, from your perspective, I mean, when I see that kind of thing, I always take it as like a taunt to basically his people's, as in. I'm gonna say this, and if you don't do anything about it, then you're pussy. Nah, Is that I your mentality? Like that. Hell nah. Sometimes we just rhyme with the verse. So <laughs> I swear to God, I'll be smoking, and I'll be like, oh shit, that shit rhyme with this. It's just, it gotta, it gotta go like that. Right. It gotta, sometimes that's just what came to a nigga mind. Mm. Interesting. So yeah, I mean, like, but when you get into these things, is there like a limit on how far you want to take it in a song? Because obviously, like, you guys say shit that basically would be considered like self-incrimination by a lot of people in music. But sometimes, like, you know, I I always wonder how this stuff doesn't spiral completely out of control in terms well, of the music. Well, how what I would say is that when you know when you know your rights as an artist, everything is approached from an entertainment level. So, mm. you know, I don't, I'm not worried about this shit. Like, we got lawyers and people to prove that I work and I do this shit for a living and, and that I, that I, that I'm all right. Mm. That, and they can't accuse me for anything that they think that they got besides physical evidence and, and you all right. I should be all right. Have you, have I, you, I know that I know that I'm not worried because I ain't did nothing. So. Have you had them try to use your lyrics against you in court? Hell no, they cannot. Really? They cannot. I hear about I, I all the time. I got the best but, lawyers, bro. Every okay. time I go to jail, I got a lawyer. Mm-hmm. I don't. Ever since I was a kid, I always made sure that that's what I get. Don't even send me no money, nothing. I don't give. Give me a motherfucking lawyer, and I'm good. Cause you got you got to understand, people getting washed because they don't got enough money to get good representation. Mm-hmm. So, but. I don't know. Other other people's situations be different, but my situation's been blessed enough. I ain't had to deal with none of that shit. Right. I mean, those lawyers get but expensive, I, though, right? Yeah, hell yeah. But but I I feel like I'm, I feel like my lyrics ain't ain't as bad as a lot of motherfuckers. Like mm. I might talk shit, but I'll never go overboard with it like that. Do you feel like you always? have to sort of gravitate towards that kind of content to keep people interested because i've seen some other videos that you did that was much more like positive talking about where you're at in your yeah. life and stuff like that i've seen you try to go in like a more yeah, humble yeah, yeah. direction like what what's your thought process yeah, on that see what it is is it's just the the, the fan base that supports you that's what they want to hear then they're going to gravitate towards that the most it's the streets it's the people that don't got no positive mindset so mm. This how it go. That's the a big part of your audience, though. Yeah, that's the audience. <laughs> that's the audience. That's majority of my audience. So, so when you drop one of these songs, motherfucker might gravitate towards this because that's the life they live in more in that area. That my fan base. But I feel like anything could go up as long as you keep pushing it. Mm. As long as you keep pushing it, but it's just like I said, some things come natural, and you gotta go with what. The numbers don't lie, so you gotta go with the numbers, and you gotta gravitate towards the gangster shit. It, at the end of the day, that's an art. It's gangster rap. It's an art. 
Mm-hmm. It's things that people make millions off of. So if that's what I'm good at, then I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that shit. Mm. No, I mean, and that's the thing that pisses me off when you see the the lyrics getting brought up in court and all that is because it's like. How are you going to not allow these guys specifically? For some reason, young black men aren't allowed to, you know, rap about some shit in a more abstract way. Like some some guy can make a movie about about violence and about what's going on in the hood and nobody takes it literal. But for some reason, if you say whatever, then a lot of judges and shit want to take it and treat yeah. it like it's a real statement of fact. Like I say, that shit is like that shit. You got to be like some people I would say that when they rap, they they ask for it, you feel me? Like, you can't mm. fucking be saying some crazy shit. But there's a line, thin line between anything, you feel me? Like, you, if you know that you're good, then you could you could disrespect. If mm. you want to disrespect somebody, you could disrespect them mm. without, without incriminating yourself. But from people's view, people, from people, the the law, the court system view, if they have some money, they're going to use it against you. Mm. Everybody else might be like, damn, that's crazy, but it's not what you think it is. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not what you think it is. Motherfucker don't be talking about no crazy shit like that. Mm. Nigga might say, fuck this person or fuck this person, but shit. You can say fuck anybody. Motherfucker can say fuck you right now. Yeah, saying fuck this person is a lot different than saying <laughs> I did this to exactly, this person. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. exactly. Motherfucker, don't, motherfucker don't swing that, that way, though. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't try to hit that type of subject or topic and what I done did to a motherfucker at all because mm-hmm. I ain't did shit. I'm just doing my music. That's all I do. That's, <laughs> a, that's, that's the image I want for myself. I don't care about... They gonna, they gonna think that I done did a million things if they hear one song because it's gangster. That right. shit sound hard. Mm, I feel you. So you, you just recently did another 30 days because you were... like A lot of people probably found out about you for the first time over the course of the past few weeks, but you were locked up at the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I got like probably like eight thousand followers since that, that month and shit. It's been rising, but a lot of people find out about me every day. Like I feel like I'm I'm a growing rapper, so mm. my shit's definitely not stagnated right now. Mm. It, it, it's fucked up, but when fucked up shit happens, it, it's kind of like a thing. It's a wave of shit. Like people free you and reposting you and doing all this shit. Definitely. So, you, but what did you get locked up for that time? Uh, the last time, well, they 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 locked me up for a discharge of firearm. And a, and um, a drug charge, and a, and a possession of a firearm, but they dropped shit. They dropped shit because they stuck other charges on me, mm-hmm. and then they only kept the drug charge because that's all that they could stick on. How me. How did they get the idea that you were shooting a, a, a gun? I don't know. That's that's that shit's open, so that's one of the ones. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. That's a touchy one. I've, well, they let that, that one shit, good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> everything else is like you feel me, whatever. But right. this shit, you know, you you can't. You gotta tread lightly, but. It's an unfortunate situation, but everything should work out with that shit. That's good. So so you're, I'm just trying to picture what this must have been like for you, that you're sitting in prison or in jail, and all of a sudden you just hear it in the news that your brother is in a very crazy situation. What was that like, finding out I about was this? Like, I was like, I was already in a fucked up mindset, so I was already like, I didn't want to hear nothing or I didn't want to, like, I was trying to worry about myself, but 
when I came home, I'm like, damn, it's fucked up. It's a fucked up situation, but it's definitely something you got to look at. Like, people ain't all there. Like, everybody got, everybody, mental health is big. You feel me? That shit huge. Right. Shit wrong with people that they don't know about, that mm. people don't point out or whatever. Uh, it's like, it's fucked up, especially for the family and shit, too. You feel me? Right. That's what I really thought about. Like, goddamn. That shit fucked up for real. Like, but so that's that's your brother. Like yeah. you, you really grew up in the same house. Yeah, whole well, life not really though. Like he did a lot of time too. Why hey, six years? I grew up more at home with my moms and my little brother. Uh-huh. But I never really, we didn't really kick it all the time like that. We was two different people. Right. But I just always stuck to my program as a, the person that I am. I try to help my family and shit. But I don't. I be doing my shit. Right. Uh, I came home and was like, God damn, this shit is crazy. Right. So, like, you, your rap career and his rap career are totally separate. Like, y'all weren't no, really I've fucking with music, each other like that? I've done oh, music okay. for him before and shit, but it's like, I do my own shit, though. You feel me? Like, I, I still did my own shit. Like I said, I try to look out here and there, but. Right. It's really, it's really, it's really fucked up for the families involved. You feel me? More than anything, I can say. Right, because one thing that I didn't realize when I first saw the video, and for the record, I don't know how many people need this explained, but basically, the video came out of his brother. He has two dead girls with him. I started watching the video not knowing that that was what was going to be revealed to me, and it, this is when it was still on YouTube, and this was before I realized also that one of the girls was very young too, which is even more disturbing, but. Yeah, so the, the video comes out, and in the video, he's sort of, you know, it, I mean, to be honest, it looks like he's on drugs. And yeah, that's a, that's one thing that I'm a, that I, I'm gonna bring up. It's 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 shit that go on all the time where people are mentally fucked up. Mm. Shit, that shit crazy. Did you because think he was crazy got, outside of that though? Besides just the I mean, drugs and I stuff. I couldn't. I couldn't never really like. Like I said, I couldn't. I never really got close to my brother all the way because mm. he was always living a whole nother life than me we never really i grew up as i was a grown man so i never was around siblings or nothing once i did what i was doing i was away from home everybody right but shit that shit just it struck me though it, it surprised the shit out of me i right. thought i thought that shit was fake or something well, especially because your name was in it so yeah oh. no but after that i was just like man it's mental issues people got mental issues right that's when he took took way much more since to look at why he said that, you feel me? Like, why you say that, you feel me? And then they'd be like, okay, you're dealing with something in your right. head. Because uh, already the idea didn't really make any sense of like, uh, you know, so I, I, hear, I see him say that. I start looking at your videos and stuff, and I'm like, why would this dude who's in prison right now have sent two girls to kill someone? That doesn't make any sense. And then you find out that one of them was his fiance. Yeah, I don't Which is even more, things, it's like impossible to imagine, right? I don't even know about none of that shit. Right. This whole story is like a news story to me. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Right. No. Then I'm like, what the f-? No, he didn't say my name. Like, he's, right. No, he said it like 10 times. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, like, he didn't say that. But it's it's not even, it's not, it ain't nothing funny about that situation, right. though. Like I said, I really, I really wanted you to bring this shit up so I could really say that it's fucked up for them, them girls and the family involved. Definitely. That's, that's for real. I can't stretch that topic enough. Like, that shit, that shit ain't okay. Whether it was a crazy mental health, whatever it was, it ain't cool. Right. So... I'm gonna just leave it at that. But you got people looking at you crazy, thinking that like, like it's weird how you could see people could see a video of a person who, in my opinion, is blatantly fucked up and out of their mind, and he's claiming that somebody 
sent somebody for him and a lot of people just take it at face value like yeah, oh exactly. he, he must have really sent these girls yeah, for i'm like why are you just taking his word for it yeah exactly but see that's what i'm saying people people society is always going to be opinionated about what they think motherfucker don't know who you is at all so right. I can look at you and be like, oh, they're some crazy motherfucking white boys, but y'all cool people, you feel me? People yeah, yeah. are like, no, fuck that. Like, motherfucker can make up anything and stick anything to their brain. Yeah. Especially if you got something to go with. Like, mm. if a motherfucker give you a lie to believe in, then yeah. it's more believable. Because the, the thing is, is that this guy having two dead women in his house, like, that, that makes no sense to us. We don't understand how the fuck this happened. He throws out this little narrative of like, oh, so-and-so set me up. A lot of people will just seize upon that because they don't understand how this could have happened otherwise, yeah. you know? Yeah, but see, that's that's what goes with motherfuckers having a voice for themselves, too, sometimes. Yeah. But at the end of the day, a lot of people ain't going to like it. A lot of people going to be mad about it. But like I said, I'm a grown-ass man. I got kids and I got morals, too, so I'm a, I could say that that shit ain't cool. Yeah, I could say that, but how everybody takes it is the, that's how they're going to take it. That's a fucked up situation. That's for real big, and it's a tragedy, tragedy in the community. And it's like it make you want to stay closer to your family, and just because you don't know, never know what person, your daughter, anybody could be dealing with. You feel me? Yeah, no, hundred percent. I was reading a, a statement earlier from the the older girl's mother and shit, and she just was saying like she was a good girl, like she got roped into this shit by a guy who was deceiving her and manipulating her. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know about. None of that shit. I don't mm. read it. I don't, I don't fuck with the news or the media. Mm. So I don't never read that shit or nothing. I just know that I know my my output always be correctly, be positive. And like I said, some shit like that ain't cool, regardless. Definitely. I don't know who them girls was. I've never yeah. seen them in my life. But I know that they was somebody's daughter, you feel me? Somebody who cared about them. Mm-hmm. And they was young. They they had their life ahead of them, you feel me? Yeah. So. No, it's definitely <clears throat> super sad. Um. Okay, but so... In terms of like what you're doing with your career and everything, obviously you've got this like weird fucking controversy that you came home associated with. But like, where do you feel like you're at in your career and where you're trying to take things right now? Just to just to just make sure you be heard. You feel me? Like everybody gonna have their opinion, they they narrative of how they look at you. But I'm like, all right, well that just like more of a way for me to prove different. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you got you got your voice too. You can still fight against what society try to paint you out to be. You feel me? Mm. Like you gotta understand, growing up in the streets, a motherfucker, motherfuckers look at you like whatever all the time. People got fucked up people in their family all the time. Mm. Niggas, niggas, nigga, motherfuckers be having all type of weird uncles, aunties, cousins. Everybody ain't gonna bring that shit up. Mm. But my life always been in the light, so. When you when you start doing music and you start getting attention, everything you do is gonna pop up in the headlines. So you can't expect anything less. So mm-hmm. I'm not the only motherfucker that went through shit like this. People got mental health. Family members do crazy shit. Mm-hmm. So and like I said, I love I love all of my family to death, but that's not cool. Yeah. You feel me? No, it's not cool at all. It's at not. All. And like I said, the most fucked up part of it is that somebody, some people, two people, innocent people, lost their life. Yeah. Cause you can't, you can't, I can't say I know how they feel or none of that. Like you can't, there's not really nothing you can say to make it better. You feel me? And it's not. Yeah. No, it's crazy too. Cause a lot of times in this kind of situation, we would be saying like, allegedly if he did this or whatever, but I mean, it's hard for us to wrap our heads around how he would end it up in the bed with the naked girls, like showing, like picking up their hand, showing the limp dead hand. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this dude? Yeah. That shit was disturbing. 
I couldn't watch that shit. I can't believe I saw it on I YouTube watch before it. they took it down. I feel like if you could watch that shit over and over, you crazy too. Yeah. I can't watch that type of shit, especially when it's like innocent people and shit. Oh, yeah. It's like watching a horror movie. Because at first, <laughs> I, like, didn't damn, I didn't realize what was going to happen in the video. And then all of a sudden, it keeps getting worse. And I'm like, am I supposed to X out of this? I feel like I should maybe X out of this. Yeah, no, in retrospect, I probably should have. Yeah, Yeah, you should have. That's why I got that shit right there, the graphic content shit. Yeah. That's what they got that for. <laughs> for sure. I don't even look at that shit no more because it'd be crazy shit. Mm. No, but they took but down- Instagram and the internet makes everything... Like that now, like right. that's the first time you seen somebody die on Instagram. Hell no, no, no. I've seen a that bunch shit's of my happening friends everywhere. A exactly. bunch of my friends laid out dead in the streets in their car with exactly. their shit split open because people just start filming exactly as soon as it happens. Exactly what I'm telling yeah. you. So, so this shit makes it ten times worse. Some shit like this happens, and then you don't, you know, what I'm saying it ain't no video or whatever. Then it's just, it would have never been like that. Like this video of somebody doing some, it took effect on everybody. You feel me? Families and. Neighborhoods and people, how the way people view shit, you feel me? Mm. But I'm gonna keep pushing regardless because I've always been controversial. So I'm never, I'm never like unaware of what's going on, but I always keep myself pushing Mm. because you gotta keep pushing. You can't accept the image that they're painting of you because then that's gonna make you fail. You gotta move for yourself and you gotta know who you is. Definitely. If you like I said, if you if you care about how people think about you, then you pick the wrong job. You should go do something else. For sure. <laughs> it feels like in terms of like your world of rap and stuff, that it's like we're still kinda waiting. Like obviously Mozzie blew the fuck up out of there, but it feels like you could very much imagine like a, a younger rapper blowing up out of that. Not area. hell yeah. Do you intend to be that guy? Of course. I'm working every day to be bigger. Mm. I'm not working to just just get by. I'm working to be high up there on that level mm. and i'm young i'm 25 so i mean i got a lot more to push i got a lot more years i got a lot of shit to do but for the most part it's like you gotta push through the negative shit and just keep going because mm. people gonna always try to affect you in whatever way they can right i don't give a fuck no more like not in a bad way but in a good way for myself you feel me like I don't give a fuck about nobody or what they doing no more because that's going to affect my way to get into where I want to go to the top. Fuck that shit. Worry yeah. about what you got to do. Work, worry about that shit later when you can help it. Yeah, no, you've seen a lot of shit, but you just got to stay focused and Hell keep yeah. going, yeah. Not get distracted by the bullshit. Hell yeah, and it ain't that hard. Mm-hmm. It ain't that hard. As long as you work every day, you keep yourself from a, out of certain situations, you'll be straight. But it's a lot of haters. Now people try to pull you back down. That's a fact. But you got to make sure that you're going to push for yourself more than anything. Mm, definitely. Um, okay, so anything in particular that you're dropping coming up soon? Yeah, you going to drop a full project or are you still just sticking yeah, to I'm gonna singles? Yeah, I'm going to drop a project album. That shit coming up. Uh, it should be out in like the next like couple of weeks, really. Okay. Uh, that's, that shit called Sacramento's Most Hated, so everybody got to be, be on the lookout for that. That's a lot of... A lot of gangster shit on that motherfucker. That sounds like it. Most hated. <laughs> it, it's, it's a lot of gangster shit on that motherfucker. So that's probably going to be one of my biggest projects yet, though. Like, we putting money behind it and shit, all that. So that's definitely something that everybody got to be on the lookout for. Uh, is, it, is this your first interview? Like hell yeah. Kind of your first no, real interview? I've never done no interview. <laughs> is that something you never wanted to do before? Nah, hell no. Nah, hell no. Nah. But if I did one, I you're wasn't going to do it. You're pretty good. You're good at talking yeah. on camera. Yeah, you're yeah, comfortable. Yeah, see, but, but, but if I did one, then I wouldn't want to. I don't give a fuck. If I heard it was Adam, Adam I'm like, I'll fuck with Adam. Oh, hell yeah, let's I ain't fucking with everybody, you <laughs> know what I'm saying? I don't, because, I, like, man, I feel like everybody, everybody don't have. I just watch certain people that interview people. I don't even want to go to their shit. 
because mm. I already know what it might be. Mm. Yeah, I could imagine. <laughs> I could imagine what you're getting at, yeah. <laughs> I get mad quick, though, too, because uh, yeah. I've been in situations where people start acting like police and shit, and then it get, it gets you mad because, you you know, you 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 doing something that might threaten this man, young man, like, freedom, man. Yeah. You weird as shit. <laughs> nah, yeah, you got you to gotta be very careful with yeah. what you bring up, how you bring it up. Yeah, Trust me, there's all kinds of questions I would love to ask you off camera. Maybe we can get to that later. <laughs> but, you know, it's like you, you got to be careful because they already call us feds all the time exactly. just for doing interviews. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But see, you get to always say what you want to say. Mm. And, and and sometimes people try to trick question the motherfucker. Into, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, that's a big thing. Because I've been in and out the system a lot. So it, when you sit in front of people, they get you into a habit of like talking to them and being comfortable. So when they ask you a question, it's like they get you stuck and you don't know how to respond to it. Mm. No, it's like an art form interviewing street rappers yeah. in general because a lot of times like you get two versions of a dude where you, you'll see them in an interview and they ain't really saying shit and then you listen to a song and it's like a fucking, you know, it's like they're listing off all these war casualties. It's so crazy in the music and then in real life they just like fall back from it. So it's like you you, you kind of don't know where some rappers are really telling the truth in the music yeah, yeah. and some rappers are just lying so hard in yeah, the music. Yeah. I would say different. that. I would say that a lot of people live that lifestyle, but you cannot believe every single story dead on. You yeah. feel me? Because people ask me that they say like, "Are rappers really like as gangster as they act?" I'm like, honestly, some of them are way, way more gangster than they act, and some of them are zero percent gangster exactly. and they act super gangster. So exactly. it's all it's over always, the place. Really, it's always it's always not what you think. You feel me? Yeah. Like, like with me. I, man, I I can't even begin to talk. Like I really be chilling. Like I don't give a fuck about nobody talking about. Mm. I would I wouldn't. I know I know what I know and how people feel about me, and that's enough. You a hate. You got haters, and you got to make sure that you ain't you ain't soft skin at all. So you got to make sure you defend yourself no mm -hmm. matter what. As a man, but you got a lot of experience with that. Yeah, I never, I never, <laughs> I, I just got in four fights. So I'm like, yeah. Just while you're yeah. locked up. Hell yeah. Man, gladiator school, and then man, you just I'm go and get, like, get touched up fuck? real quick. Yeah. Now they put me on the wrong side where, where all the other people was oh, at. Oh, shit, so, really? Yeah, so I had got into it twice with the same nigga, and then it was actually three times. Then I was at a visit with my attorney, and I came out, and some nigga tried to swing on me. And I had to dip him and shit. But mm -hmm. it was police that came quick. They fucked me up though, the police. Really? They put knee in my back and all that. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they don't give a fuck. That's who's gonna beat your ass. That's yeah. I feel like that's the number one person I gotta watch out for. Yeah. It's especially them. where you're at. You ever think about leaving up there and moving somewhere? Hell yeah, hell yeah. But like I said, I be still be in I still be in Sacramento a lot. And that's I feel like that's what differentiates me from a lot of rappers. Mm. But it's not a good thing neither, though, but it's because I got family there and I got certain things that I still got to tend to. That's it. Yeah. But I'm going to still be in my city regardless, but you got to know when it's time for you to branch off and go do other shit because we've been at Sacramento. Like, I'm, I don't got no work to do out there but be a dad or be a son or be anything like that. You feel me? But yeah. No, definitely. The goal is to get out of there, though. I feel you. Um, okay, anybody you want to thank? Any, any shout-outs? Anything See, to look yeah, forward to? You feel me? I mean, all my peoples that, that's behind the nigga, this, my whole organization, Mozzie, Davo, everybody that keep pushing behind the nigga. You know, <clears throat> my babies, I do this shit for them. Push every day. You know, everybody that love a nigga, everybody that keep positive intentions because there's a lot of haters going on, too. There's a lot of hating going on. Yeah. So my people that came with me and shit, they brought me, they, you know what I'm saying? We all a squad. Yeah. So, hell yeah, it's... From there, I just want everybody to be on the lookout for this new shit. 100%. <laughs> this new shit, man.
No, nah, yeah, man. I'm fucking with the music for sure. Like, I'm, I'm a fan for real now. And, uh, you know, you're a cool dude. So I'm very much, like, looking forward to seeing how your career goes from here, even after this uh, very weird situation that caused a lot of people to find out about you for the first time. Yeah, hell yeah. And it, like I said, that's fucked up. But, man, I'm just happy that I could say, I could say what I could say about it. You feel me? Like, yeah. It's it. It's unfortunate. It's a tragedy. Yeah. No, definitely, because I was, uh, you know, if it, it's like you clearly, like, just not really knowing what the fuck went on with this situation. Nah, because I was in jail. Like, I was yeah, in jail, yeah. so I came home and everything was mm. like that. Like, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. And it's like, all right. You learn how to push past shit, though. Life goes on. Right. There ain't much to talk about in jail, so I'm sure that a lot of people wanted to talk to you about that. Yeah, at that but time. I was the type of motherfucker that'd be like, bro, look, just be quiet. Like, yeah. I ain't trying to hear nothing negative, man. Definitely. All right. Huzzy Marcus, I appreciate you coming in, man, for real. You already know, man. Whenever, it's, it's good. No doubt. I'll <laughs> holler at you when I'm up there next time. <laughs> All right, it's good. Let's go. You got to come fuck with me, man. Let's do it. Huzzy Marcus, No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world. Check us on YouTube, SoundCloud, iTunes. Like, comment, subscribe. NoJumper.com if you want to support. Appreciate y'all.